You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, the Torah speaks about Tefillin in four places. Twice in Sefer Shmos, at the end of Parshat's bow, by Kaddishli, right? That's uh, Perikid Gimel. And uh, right in the very beginning. And then you have sort of like, a, then you have a, 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 I believe, a stuma there, or a psucha. And then you have another section. And then you have in Sefer Dvarm, of course, in Parsha's Vizchana, and from last week's Parsha, and this week's Parsha, from Volume Shemoa. So those are the places where the four times that Tefillin is mentioned, and those are the four Parshios of Tefillin. Now, that's what the Torah means when it says, which means that, they, that all these Parshios need to be obviously written on a cloth, and put into the batim uh, that are in the Tzvon Shulyad and Tzvon Shorosh. We know the Tzvon Shulyad, of course, it isn't four sections. It's all one section. It's all one cloth. Tzvon Shorosh, we know that there's four different sections. Now, Dr. Kogan, you just got Tzvon, I'm sure, for your son. So obviously, we're all very familiar with fresh Tzvon and what they look like. Now, when you write the Tzvon, okay, so, what is the halacha? How do you write the parashios? So, they need to be written by the sofer. According to the seder, they're in the Torah, and that's the way the Shulchan Aruch paskins. In other words, when the sofer writes them, he needs to write them properly. I'm writing tefillin for a chayim. So, the sofer is going to write the, the first parsha. Uh, um, Say it properly. He's going to say he's going to he's going to write Kadesh first, then he's going to do Vayikiviyacha, then he's going to do Shema, and then he's going to do Volume Shemoa. So he's going to write he's going to write the Parshios that way. All right. So that's already up to it. The question is, how are they going to be put into the how are they going to be put into the bias? That's the question. So the Parshios are written that way. But the way they're put into the batim, that's a little bit different. And this is where you have the machlokas between Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam. How they get put into the batim, in which order. And basically it starts like this. The Gemara says, Kate said Sodron. What's the Seder of the Parshias? And of course it says, Kadishli, Vahoyekibiyacha, is on the right. Those are the first two. Shemavi Mishamo is on the left. So the Gemara says, I, but the Gemara says, we have a price that says they're the opposite. Tanya Ipcha, Amar Abaya, Leikasha, Kan Miyamina Shol Kairei, Kan Miyamina Shol One is to the right of the person who seems to be reading it, and one is to the right of the person who's putting them on. But when, if you're, if you're staring at the person, if, you, if, you're, if you're staring at the person, you'd be reading them properly. Okay? So, which means that they do go into the bias in that order. That is the way Rashi learns the Gemara. But Tosva says, Kari, what does Kari Kari Kasidron mean? So this is the famous Rabbeinu Tam in the Tosvas in Menachos. So what does the Rabbeinu Tam say? Um, he says, V'kosh Rabbeinu Tam, Adesh is to the right of the Kore. And from the meaning, when you're looking at it, it would be to your right, which means those would be the later partios. 
and to the left of the person looking at the one wearing the tefillin, it would be from the small would be Shema, would be the last one. Shema would be the ultimate last one. And then you would have a Hoyim Shemoa inside of that. And that is the way Rabbeinu Tam learns the Gemara, Rabbeinu Hanano, and Rabbi. Let me show you a picture of how it looks in case you're getting confused. Uh, Rabbi Kivalevich? What's that? I just want to show you a picture of how sure, it looks. Sure. So here's the way that. it looks. So in other words, like this. According to Rashi, if I'd be looking at uh, the person's uh, bias, so I'd be staring, right? I'd be staring at you, right? You see me? So you'd be staring at me. So the first one you would see, right? I would be looking at the one that's to the, to the, to the left, so to speak, of, of your head, right? Because I'm staring at you. It would be Kaddish would be the first one. I would be looking at the point. Oh, that's the Kaddish. Look, example, I'm looking in the computer right now. So imagine that I'm staring at you and you've got a box on your head. So I'm saying, ah, that one far to my right, which is your left, that first one is Kadesh. Uh, the one in the middle is Hoyekibiyah. The second is Kibiyah. The next one is Shema. And the last one is Vahoyem Shemoa. That's according to Rashi. Right? Now, um, that would be according to Rashi. Now, according to Rabbeinu Tam, however, it would look different the way it would look is you would have true Kadesh, right? Like this. If I'm looking at you, so your one on your right, that's the same. That's Kadesh. Next one is Oyekibiyacha. That's good. But then Vahoyim Shamoa, which according to Rashi is the last one, is number three. And Shema is the one at the very end which means the person putting on the tefillin, again, you know, it would be Shema, Poyim Shemoa, Poyekibiyacha, and Kaddishli, depending on uh, how he's, right, from, from, the, from, the, from the angle of the person putting it on. So this order is, this is Rabbeinu Tam tefillin. So the Parshios and the Shorosh are different. The Shoyad is essentially the same. But the Shorosh, is, it, it, has, it has different partios in different sections. And what did you want to ask, Dr. Koch? Uh Well, since it's a disagreement between Rasha and Rabbeinu Tam, would, would you think, I mean, I, I don't uh, understand, I never, it was never explained to me, it might be an internal Ashkenazi, Ashkenazi matter. Why is it, uh, <laughs> okay. and I saw them supporting putting on two at once, even wearing both uh, uh, tefillin, uh, pairs of tefillin, and that might even resembling what Moshe Rabbeinu's Karnaim and whatever it is. I'm just thinking that. Okay, well, maybe, first uh, of all, okay, so first of all, before you go into Ashkenaz, as you can see, this was actually Hananel, who was not Ashkenaz. Hananel, you know, correct, his, father, correct. his father was Hishu, Hashuel, he was in North Africa. And Rafai Gon was yes. definitely you and Kosh. So these are the, Rabbeinu Tam is just, the reason why we call it Phil and Rabbeinu Tam, because most people are familiar with this based on the Gemara. And in the Gemara, what was printed in the Gemara was, was the Tosfos, was Rabbeinu Tam. But really, Rabbeinu Tam is uh-huh. reflecting the opinions of these Kadmonim. All right? 
So now, okay. Now, um, now, how about the Rambam? So the Rambam Paskins, what is the uh, Seder of Tefillin Shorosh? He says, the Parshachrona, which is Vayim Shemoa, goes to the Bias Risho. That's true, because that's to the right of the Maniach, remember? I'm looking at you. So, the, in a yes. sense, the, the one on your right hand, the one that's, I, I'm not going to use Dolly here to, to put fill it up, but let's say it would be, um, let's say it would be, you'd say you, imagine you're wearing a box on your head. Imagine you're wearing a tone on your head. So the one that's on, the one that's, that's, that's your right, which is to me, you're the last one, that's Chayim Shemoa. And Shema is right next to that. And then Kayakibiyacha. And then the one to your farthest left, the Smoa Maniach, that would be Shema. That would be, I'm sorry, uh, that would be Vahoyakibiyacha. Right? Which means if somebody could read it, I mean, I can't because it's closed off. But let's say I had x ray vision and I would be able to read it, I'd read it normally. I'd be looking at your face, at the Tvilin on your head. And I'd be reading it across. Oh, just like it's written in the Torah. And the Rambam says, if you change the Seder, it's psulos. I mean, according to the Rambam, if you wear a Bain of Tom Tefillin, it's possible. Um, in fact, the Sefer HaChinuch, although he's not considered one of the great poskim, he says, the people that say the Havayos are in the middle, that's, that's, that's a shorthand for a Bain of Tom. Let me show you. In other words, the Vahoyas are in the middle, right? You have the Vahoyas in the middle. So that's sort of like the way Rabbeinu that's the way to remember it. Kadesh on the, uh, Kadesh on the end, Shema on the other side, and in the middle, you have the Vahoyas. So they call that Havayas in the middle. So those are called Havayos in the middle. Havayos in the middle, that is the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam. So he says... Lo they're wrong. Rashi and the Rambam, the Sefer Chinuch says. Now he quotes Rabbeinu Hai. Interestingly, he quotes Rabbeinu Hai, not like Rabbeinu Tam. They both mention Rabbeinu Hai, and this is not so strange, because in the Gaonic period, there was a lot of confusion as to what they might have said. In fact, who said it? There was a lot of, as you know, tumult about who was going to take over the yeshiva and and and, and who wrote what. So there's always been a lot of uh, you know discussions about who write who who write who wrote what. Um, as you can see, Tosa says Rabbeinu Hai holds Rabbeinu Tam. So again, it's not surprising to me that there's a confusion about what Rav Haigon felt. Um, who else passes like Rashi and the Rambam, the Ramban, the Rashba, Rabbeinu Yona? And therefore, even though Rabbeinu Tam might have, as we said, Hananel with him, but the Sfardim all Paskin like Rashi. It's interesting that the Ashkenazim themselves are sort of like in the middle. And therefore, look what the Rosh says. And the Rosh, of course, becomes a posting for the Sfardim as well. The Rosh was, you know, the Rosh was so, his... He was such a powerful. Well, Rab, that's not Sfarad, that's Sfarad, and she's Sfarad. Yeah, I know. What I'm saying is, Moshe, is that the Rosh was accepted by Chachamei Sfarad. They loved him, even though they knew he was born in Ashkenaz. 
So I, I, I mentioned the rush often. He was the best of Germany. And he comes to Spain and he, I don't know if he ever learned uh, the language, but he definitely observed what it was like. And it was Christian Spain. It was not Muslim Spain. But he becomes, and because of his effectiveness, because of the, uh, the con- how concise he wrote, and how everybody loved his Sefer, because it was even shorter than the Rift. People like short, short, but expansive. He had a lot of the Tosas in it. He was a, he was a very beloved Posek, the Rush. So the Rush says, this is a Machlokas of Gaone Olam. And if you wear, if you, according to Rabbeinu Tam, if you wear Rashi's Tefillin, it's possible. And according to, and if you would wear Rabbeinu Tam Tefillin to Rashi, it would be possible. So Chachamim say, this is what you were saying, Dr. Kogan. Welcome Yesh Parosh, Laniachshon based film. The truth is, there's room on the head, if the bottom are small enough, to put two pairs of film. And you can also put it on your Zroa. So the Rosh says, Babak does that. Babak does that, doesn't he? Yeah, he I has wonder. small batim and he puts them both at the same time. And wondering. both on his hand at the same time. I was wondering, you know, I used to daven in Beis Yitzchak when I used to work uh, at the nursing home. And I, and Papak, of course, yeah. that's, that, that's his mokum tefillah, and he has like a little square on his head. Yeah, that's, so he's covering the tefillin is what he's doing there. So I don't see the two pair. He's right? covering both tefillin, yes. Uh-huh. So that's, oh, well, you know what? You prove the point. Papak is definitely a Yorei Shamayim, I would say that. <laughs> Papak. You should tell him that we mentioned him. Yotzi Yudeshi. Uh, 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 Rabbi I talked to Babak. He, he follows, and I saw other people. It's the Iraqi scholarship that they wear, and they cover it. Okay. It's, it's, ben Yishchai does that. And, ah, that's why. Okay. Right. It, it so, but it's okay. already in the rush. It was already hundreds of years before that to wear both. And v'yachavin b'shas ha'nachoson ba'osan shenksubin k'tikunan behen. In other words, you, obviously they contradict each other. So when you put them on, you say, whichever one is the right one, that's the one I want to be out to the mitzvah. And the others don't count. I'm not trying to add to the mitzvah because there's a paltosif here, right? Where you're adding two parents to fill in. I mean, this is such a, an incredibly interesting uh, phenomenon that, that occurs. And, and I, so I'm not interesting. Tr- which which would they put on first after the birthday? I believe they put on Rashi first. They put it together at the same time. They put it exactly together. Exactly they the hold same the two, two hands together. Yeah, they put the. Oh my! Wow. They uh, they put the the hand through the two hoops together. They tie them together. It's very very hard to put it on. So Moshe, did you Moshe? You're from uh, Moshe. Your relatives in Iran? Did they do it like Babak, or is Babak uh, different than your relatives? No, Babak is following uh, pure Benishchai, which was before him. I, I think it was Rambam did the same thing. No, Rambam, uh, you know, Rambam did not. The Rambam was the Rambam. The Paschal's like Rashi. So I know uh, one of the Rishonim did that, uh, and that's right, why the Benishchai follows him. Okay, uh, Rabbi Kivoyevich. Yes, it says uh, it's interesting. It says Totafot in plural. Bein Echa, Bein Echa. It's not plural. I see. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. I see. Dr. Kogan, that's an interesting shot. Two Most Mekubalim do do the same thing. They put two together. They have small Batim and they put two together. But most Sfaradim 
They put one, they take it off after uh, Ashray, and they uh, put so the Rabbeinu Tam, and they say well, uh, Shema. Right, so we're going to see that from uh, from Chochem of Adyasan, from Ritzakus, and we'll see that very soon. Again, I'm, I put it this way, tonight cheer is a, is a lot of things you've probably heard about. I just I just appreciate this, um, where I got this from. I hope you do too. This sheet has everything clear. Uh, one after the other. So that's the. I'm just, we're just basically reviewing because this is the 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 week of Tefillin. This is the week of the of the Hayim Shemoa. Anyway, so it's not called Baltosif. The Rosh says because that would be making five Batim. Here, although you have eight, you're being Machavin negatively. You're saying whichever one works is the one I want to be my mitzvah. And he says, don't put them all in one kiss. In other words, when you have your kiss of tefillin, your nartik, the thing that holds the tefillin, you shouldn't put all, you know, the four bottom, so to speak, the four bottom in one kiss. Why? The same reason. Because it's a contradiction to each other. Two of them are whole compared to the other one. And, and you can't put, you're not going to put the, uh, you know, you're not going to put the, the New York Times in there, right? You're not going to put your dice in there. So that's the reason why people have two separate uh, nartikim for their Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam and put a simon in each one so you know not to mix them up because obviously they you can only you can't tell the difference because it's inside of the differences there now the Shulchan Aruch Askan's like Rashi but then he brings the Yorei Shamayim let's take a look this is in Simen Lamedalad in Shulchan Aruchayim so he says, according to Rashi and the Rambam, as we say, okay, he says the Minaga Olam is like Rashi and the Rambam, but a Yerushalayim can do both and have two pairs of tefillin, just like the Rosh said. So that is the Pet uh, Yosef saying you should be a Yerushalayim. Now. That is in the Shulchan Aruch. But we know, of course, the Beit Yosef is, the Shulchan Aruch is, the, is, is based on the big, tremendous work that Cairo wrote, which is called Beit Yosef. Let's see what a little piece of the Beit Yosef, what he writes here. Kosov Smag Vamordechai. Of course, these were Ashkenazim. Sheshochu Ktav Me'eretz Yisrael. That they sent a letter uh, that, that came from Eretz Yisrael. And where did that letter come? Shinofla biyoma. Biyama shall kever yecheskel. Wow. Shinofla bima. I don't know. Shinofla biyoma shall kever yecheskel. Umotsu shom tefillin yishanim. Ma'od. Somehow, some, that they discovered, they made a discovery, and they had tefillin that they felt were quite ancient. And the partios and those tefillin, when they open them up, were like Rashi. And the Rashba says that this is correct. Rabbeinu Tam is wrong. In fact, he says, This is the way we do it. And this is what Rabbeinu Yona did, who was also from Spain. And the Ramban. And this is the way they wore tefillin. They did not wear Rabbeinu Tam. So, which is interesting, of course, as I said, the Rosh was sort of an interloper. Now, then the Beit Yosef continues. 
Matsati betshuvat Ashkenazit. So sometimes he was looking around. The tshuvas maril. Now again, let me let me step back here for a minute. Um, Ramosha Israelis has a problem with Rav Yosef Cairo for not including the maril enough. Once in a while, I don't know how many times he quotes maril, but. Ramo wrote he didn't he did not bring our minagim, not bring the Ashkenazi minagim, the way they were codified and set down by Maril Rabitzak Malone. But the Bet Yosef was was a very big reader, a researcher. He says, I did find a chuva from the Maril that says, Shnei Zugi Tfilin, Lo Chazinen Rabanan Kashishaizal the Abdiachi. The Maril says, when I looked at the Rabanim of the previous door. The Zakenim, I never, I didn't see them wearing two tefillin. The gufa ozil basereisha, and therefore, I'm just the body, and I'm going to go with the head, meaning the Zakenim that I saw, and I'm going to act like them, and I'm going to say like the smog that they did some, there was some discovery that was found at Yechesko Ben Buzi's grave, but they found an old pair of tefillin that was like Rashi. In fact. There was a tradition that Rabbeinu Tam himself did Shavas Chalom Al Kacha. This is a mistake. This is not Rabbeinu Tam. This, there was a Rabbeinu Yaakov, Rabbeinu Yaakov Mimovrish, who wrote a sefer called Shavas Achuvas Min Hashamayim. You might have heard about that that, that sefer. It's questions that he asked, and, and again, we'll talk about it at a different time. How he was able to ask questions from Malachim. But it wasn't Rabbeinu Tam himself. It was another Yaakov who was connected to the Baliatosvos. Shayos v'chuvos menashamayim. So that's what he's referring to here. And if you look there, they asked the Malach what to do. The Mario wrote. Since people don't do it, who are you to start wearing it? That's Yehura. You're, 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 you're adopting a mantle of religiosity that maybe you don't deserve. You have to be someone that's well known to, that, that you do it. But Mario says, I see people wearing it. They're not so from. You have to be a, 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 a tzaddik or on the way to becoming a tzaddik. Now, if you are putting them on, again, as we said, you put them on, um, and if you can't wear them both at the same time, so this is what you were saying before, Rashi is the one you should have on during Kriyat Shema Since that is the more essential one, you shouldn't be perished from the tzibur. And then after Tfilah, put on Rabbeinu Tam. Now, but now you're worried because if you're if you really think Rabbeinu Tam is right, hey, well, I'm just putting on tefillin, but I didn't do anything with the tefillin. So you know, say Shema again after after davening. That comes from um, that comes from the Bet Yosef uh, quoting the Maril, which is again unusual. And if you take a look when the Shulchan Aruch he mentions that. He says, Lo um, And um, the Mishnah Pura, the Chafetz Chaim says, that's even if you want to wear them after davening, you have to be worried that you look like you're too from. Um, in fact, the Berhetev, 
which was a safe for the Mishnabura, really appreciated. Remember, he was very mocked that every edition of the Mishnabura should have the Berhetav printed in it. He says, the Berhetav writes a story of Ish Echot um, that he wanted to know, am I showing off? So Posak Pachubas Marasha Levi the Mirsi Kyura Tershivatl Minogo. So you have to know who the Marasha Levi is, we can look it up. But there was a tradition that no, don't be wearing that. Who are you? You have to know your place. Shlos Yaakov, he was the god one of the greatest postcom of his time, beginning of the eighteenth century, Rabbi Yaakov Reicher. He also says, Even though there's already a, a, a significant section of people doing it, there was definitely a histaigut from wearing tefillin of Rabbeinu Tam. Let's say like this. Let's say you put on the tefillin in shul, and the, the rav of the shul doesn't do that. The rav or one of the Adam uh, Choshev, you're definitely like showing, hey, I'm firmer than you. Now, the other guy might go home and put it on, but you, he's, he's definitely a bigger person than you. <laughs> he's a more learned person than you. He's more meta. And you're wearing the tefillin Rabbeinu Tam, and he doesn't. It definitely looks strange to people watching that. They'd be very careful appearances. They talk about today what the optics are. Not good optics, the Mishnah Guru says. And he's quoting the Berhaita. Okay. So, in other words, according to Mishnah Brura, unless you go home and do it, but don't do it in Shul. Now we got to what Moshe says. Which is not like the Mishnah Brura. And we're going to use, as we did a couple nights ago, Rabbi Yitzhak Yosef and his, I would say it's a modern day masterpiece, a very beautifully written book. Oh, look, you know, he's, he's not that much older than me. And he, and, he, and he definitely did a great, great accomplishment, Rabbi Yitzhak Yosef. Beautiful, beautiful setter. Like even Moshe was saying before, again, in ways he cleaned up a lot of the uh, ideas of his father. Well, Rab, he's older than you. I know, not that much, though. Not that much older than me. 1953. 70... 53. He's yeah, seven 70. years older than me. Seven years older than me. He wrote the Yalkut Yosef, though, when he was a young man, he already started writing it. Okay, that's true. The two, ch- well, him, well, Reb David is 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 an Iliotzel. You know, what I'm talking about Reb David Yosef and and, and Reb Yitzchak. They're both good. Look, I have a tremendous couple. Believe me. So let's see what Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef says. And and remember where Cairo got that from? From the Ashkenazim. He says, "Bazman even regular Kailu guys and Yirei Shamayim do it. Babax do it. Yehura is gone. It, maybe Kaira was right. They shouldn't have done it. But now that the, 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 the floodgates were open and people started wearing Tefillin Rebbeinu Tam, so now I'm joining them. It's not Yehura. You have to worry about Yeah, maybe we'll get to it. 
in our Yerushalmi learning. What are we worried about? Rabbeinu Tam might be right. And if he's right, it turns out you didn't wear tefillin your whole life. If you're just a single guy, unless now, I'm not sure what he means here by Bochrim. <laughs> I know what he's saying, but is the reason because they might be thinking, having bad thoughts? That's what it sounds like, right? That's what it seems, Bochrim Ravakim. Meaning, tefillin, you have to be very makbid, what's in your brain. So if, you, if you're not married, and you're single, and you got the hormones going, who knows what sort of thoughts you're having. So therefore, he feels they should not be wearing tefillin uh, for Benu Tam. Um, so therefore, um, it's, it wouldn't be an issue. He quotes here uh, the, the Sefer Tzurba, and I really recommend this for people. You know, in fact, I don't know, this would be a very nice limud um, for people to learn from this Sefer Tzurba. Rabbanan. was definitely much more than just Balabos or Avrech Yerushamayim. He wrote the Nefesh Achayim. He was a, a, a tremendous makbid on the Rosh Hashiva, the one who created the Velozhin Yeshiva. And of course, uh, uh, he, he, he walked around with Pachad Elokim constantly. He was a Definitely on the Madrega of Atzadik, Rukhaim Belozhna. I named my son Chaim after him. So, what did, what did uh, uh, Rukhaim Belozhna ask to go? Right? Should I put on Tzilin or Benutan? And the Gon says <laughs> that if you really learn the Gemara right, there's more than two opinions, there's 24 opinions. And if you, you're worried that you're not Yotze, you'd have to do all 24. So it sounds that according to the Vilna Gon, even he didn't think Rechai Velosher should wear the extra pair. Now, we saw before that there's a machlokas among the Ashkenazim. When would be the time to wear Rabbeinu Tam Tfilin? The Rosh says you wear it together, right? With the negative kavana, And the Maril says you put them on afterwards. Um, now, the reason it was, was because the batim today are much larger than they used to be. And it's very hard to put two in one time. So that's one of the reasons why the Maril's version has become more standard. But there are people, the question is, when do you put them on? There are many people, and I've seen Chesidosh Hever put their tefillin or medutam by Chazar Sashats. Or when right after Tachnun, on by Ashrei. Once again, Rabbi Yitzhak Yosef. If the people, and, the, and these are the Chassidim who do this, and again, maybe not all Chassidim, people who put on Rabbeinu Tam Tfil in the middle of Chazor Shasatz, it's wrong. Lo Yofosim. Why? Well, they can answer Omeim while they're putting on Tfilin. Of Rabbeinu Tam, because the bracha possibly that they made on the one of Rashi can be working on that, so they can still answer Amen. But there are some that say you shouldn't answer Amen. So why should you be in a situation where you're in the middle of putting tefillin and you're answering Amen? Um, 
if you happen to wear put on tefillin afterwards, and you and you hear in the back of the room they said Shema or Kaddish Kedusha, you can answer. But there's another reason. The other reason is you should be listening to Chazar Sashats. And if you're busy taking your putting on the Rebbeinu Tam Tefillin, you're not going to be doing Chazar Sashats properly. Rabbi Yosef says, others have the minute to put it on after Elena. Okay. And then, Now, my, my son, Chaim, I should mention, he started his, he started to run Chok every single day now. He has a whole Seder. He walks around with it all the time. Um, that could also be a nice learning for us. I don't know. <laughs> so that's a beautiful I, learning. I I do this uh, already uh, good eight years. Eight years you do chok every day, right? Every single day. Yeah, Chaim does too. So it's a beautiful learning, and and that's what some people do. They do chok right after uh, with the Rabbeinu Tam Tefillin, and he says, "Look, however much you do is good." Some put on the tefillin, not after davening, but before Ashri of Because this way, you're saying Kodosh, Kodosh, Kodosh with those tefillin. And that's the way Rabbi Sakh Yosef says it should be done. If you're going to wear, and again, he doesn't believe it's Yehura, because so many people have done it. Even though the Beit Yosef was against it. But today it's not. Things have changed. And remember, he got it from an Ashkenazi posting anyway. And therefore, according to him, wear two pairs of tefillin. No, not if you're a bocher, but wear two pairs of tefillin, but put on the tefillin of Rebbeinu Tam before Ashrei, so you can say Kodosh with the tefillin. But that's Kozem Atzibur Kulam That would be if you have the time, because there's like a break and everybody's doing it. But let's say you're the only one doing it. Yochan mispal matzibur. And then, you know, they're running, if they're rushing, and then you're taking the time off. Right? If you're taking the time off uh, to put on Rebbeinu Tam, then you're going to not be able to say the Kedusha properly. So then, if they, if you're the only one doing it, then, therefore, Rabbi Yosef says you should do it after davening. Um, however, let's say on Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh, when should you put on Tzilun Rabbeinu Tam? Right before Musaf, when they take out the Sefer Torah. Why? Because you don't want to be wearing your Tzilun during Musaf, as the Zohar says. Because it's like Yontif when you're davening Musaf. So that would be the time to put on the Rabbeinu Tam Tefillin, according to Rabbi Zik Yosef on a Rishchodesh. And then he gives here the Sikun, which I don't think we need because I think we understand it. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 